This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Now that I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved, I push them all away. And I have been a slave to the podcast in my mind. Is there something left of me to save in the wreckage of my life? My life. This is pod, this is pod, pod mania. This is pod, this is pod, pod mania. A podcast for, a podcast for your ears. This is pod, this is pod, pod mania. This is pod, this is pod, pod mania. A podcast for, a podcast for your ears. Hi, Hello, that's brightened up, my dear. I feel like my song's always brightened up your day, Gar. True, it does. I've missed you, Gar. You're one of my favourite people to talk wrestling with. Great. Because you have such contrasting opinions. No, that's the thing. Like, my favorite person type of people to talk wrestling with are people who don't agree with me but respect my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is so hard to come by because wrestling fans, on by and large, are absolute twats. Well, a lot of them are quite self-centered assholes. So. <laughs> no, because um, every like you only need to look when Brian Alvarez every week posts the <laughs> ratings for um NXT and AEW. The fucking people, like the salty NXT fans, it's like, oh, I'm sorry your product isn't getting as much fucking attention as this product. Oh, well, it'll be fine. It doesn't mean it's not good. That's the problem. No, that's people don't get... I think like most people with NXT are like fine waiting for it to get on the network. Mm-hmm. Like, because honestly, like, NXT, I, I, I'm talking to someone who doesn't really watch NXT. I used to. It's not been... It stopped being good for me when it goes when it went to um, TV because they started trying to pander for ratings. <laughs> but like, if you like it, I'm not going to fucking hate you for liking it. Oh, it's still a good show. I think it's just because the AEW has is still relatively different. Yeah, and what what my favorite thing is is when someone goes. Um, Hi, everyone. Um, no, oh, fuck. No, what was it? What was it? Oh, no. Every time AEW's like, oh, it's almost a million viewers, someone goes, well, Raw gets two million viewers. Ignoring the fact that Raw's been on the fucking Monday night at that slot for how many years? And it's much more accessible as well. It's, it's on TV. Yeah, it's a, much more accessible. Like, it's on a bigger station. Again, it's an institution on um, a Monday night. Every, like, like to be fair, you know, did you ever actually, Gareth? Do you know the story of why um, Raw's in its slot? Mm, what do you mean on like a Monday night? Yeah, like a Monday night around the same time as Monday Night Football, because like during that 
those few months, they get absolutely trounced by Monday Night Football. Yeah. The idea was people get together for football, well, American That's... football, you know, which is basically shit rugby. Um, <laughs> people would get together, and then um, <laughs> the idea was we'd still want to get together when football's not on, so they'd watch wrestling. Capitalizing wrestling. Yeah, well, fair, it, was a be- it was an easier pitch in 1993. <laughs> unfortunately, that won't be happening very soon, get-togethers, because the Earth's coming to an end. But I don't want to talk about it, Gaff, because, <laughs> like, um, down in England, hey. we're not doing that, but up here, they've stopped, they're talking about, uh, up here in Scotland, they're talking about, like, cancelling events. Yeah, and, like, yeah they've, have they not put some sort of cap on 500 people? Yeah, but, like, what I see happening is them following Ireland, where it's, like, one, because, like, 500 people, and, like, even 100 people in a very closed space is a lot, so I can see them put a cap on, like, 100 people on inside and then, which is bad, Gaff, because I'm promoting a gig right now. Yep, I have uh, a few gigs coming up over the next couple of months. Yeah, and I'll probably <laughs> have to cancel that one at the end of the month. Um, what about said. But I, this could I, be the end of wrestling as we know it as well. Uh, I guess Mania might be cancelled. I really don't want to talk about the coronavirus gaff. What I, I do, what it what could, I do want to do. It could affect the AW crowds. It, it could. Um, and they'll probably find a way. Like AW, I imagine, would find a creative way to do it. What I do want to do, Gaff, is talk about Revolution very quickly because um, we never got your opinions. So I'm just going to run down uh, the card, Gaff, and yes. ask your very quick opinions on mm-hmm. both. Um, first of all, um, Jake Hager versus Dustin Rhodes. I thought it was fine as an opener. Um, I liked seeing Hager finally. I think he's as good as you were. Probably better than he was because he's a lot. He seemed a bit more intense. I mean, those fucking clotheslines he was dishing out were pretty brutal. Oh, the lariats were pretty bad, yeah. I, I, I quite like his finisher, but it needs something. You know, like when, like the old Cobra Clutch, where he would sort of rag them like left and right, like rag them mm. side to side. He needs something like that to sell the move. Probably, but, he was, you were never going to do that to Dustin Rhodes. You'd break him in half. Well, that's it. Um, but I thought it was a fine opener. It was all right. Um. Yeah, uh, we have contrasting thoughts because I don't think sexual assault should be a babyface move. Maybe not, but I think if you look at the history of Goldust as a character, that's but he's just not Goldust anymore. Very... He's I know, but he's he's always been like sort of androgynous sort of character, hasn't he? I think I guess. I I but you get you say this with a lot of the older guys. I don't think we get a pass. Um, Darby versus Guevara. Brilliant, loved oh, it. But... That was great. Like, um, if you count like the outside bro, I give it an eight. Well, the the good thing about it was that like <clears throat> until they rang the bell, I hadn't even noticed that the match hadn't started. But all that stuff that happened before the match, and then they rang the bell, and it was like that's so well, like so well done, because how they uh, sold it, and then obviously that played into the match. How the match wasn't actually that long. Mm-hmm. Um, the match the only moves, went five minutes. The moves were crisp. Um, both of these two guys are just like technically fucking top notch, and the selling. And you know how much I'm a sucker for selling. Yeah, um, yeah. Like wrestling, you wouldn't expect in this, but like, um, like t- you'd expect this to be like a spot fest, and it was. Huh? We still found the time within Gav- that five minutes. Guevara so. selling his back, like sometimes overselling it, but you know. Even he, he's young. He's really. He, I'm pretty sure he's younger than me. Actually, I'm going to double check this. Mr. Perfect used to do that, so he, you know. Um, 
And ben... Darby, Darby Allen's like ring awareness is fucking unbelievable. Oh no, um, um, yeah, Darby Allen. Like, um, I have a recommendation for you, Gaff, and I don't want you to call me an indie smack for recommending <laughs> this, but you, it's a match you'll love. It's um, Darby Allen versus Volta in Evolve. But, but this is, yeah, I'll, send, I'll finally can send you it. This is the match that got me introduced to Darby Allen, um, and I fell in love with it. Like Darby Allen, to put you in perspective, he made Ethan Page interesting. <laughs> I thought my Nathan Page was always alright. I, I I find I like him in the North. I can't I don't care about him when he's on his own. Yeah. Um I, I miss our impact reviews. Um <laughs> I'm gonna save this next tag match to last because I feel it's gonna take up the most time. Yeah. Um so the Nyla Rose versus Chris Statlander match. That was the worst match for me. It was just Um it wasn't the worst match for me, actually. The worst match a... for me was Hagar versus Dustin. It was just a bit of a dud, and I think it was um, there was, and I know we shouldn't really call them out for it, but there was a couple of sort of glaring botches well, that, that are quite dangerous. Yeah, like and the thing is, like Nia Jax was absolutely fucking chastised for the botches she made, and these I don't, were like that. I don't think were... this is as bad as Nia Jax because, like, these two very clearly were still trying to like protect each other. Nia Jax would just kill people, and like, just... it's almost like she didn't care or didn't know. It was like, like whereas these two still look like they were that trying. Suplex, that suplex thing just looked. It blank. didn't look great, but that looked more like someone trying something we couldn't do rather than mm. Nia Jax, who again would punch people in the face and break them, <laughs> or throw people out of battle royals and like not check if they were going to be caught. I mean, I do like Nyla Rose, and I think she should be like a dominant sort of champion. Yeah, I was actually really surprised that she didn't like just kill Statlander. That's what I mean. I, th- I thought that. W- I th- honestly thought that's what Statlander was, because she was built up quite well beforehand, and I thought they were doing that to feed her to Nyla was to show how dominant she could be. But I mean, it was fine. The right person won, and Nyla Rose stays strong, so it was fine. And Statlander still kind of keeps her, her level as like one of the higher people. But I th- honestly, overall, I just think that whole women's division just. Honestly, I don't. I don't know why they didn't have Rio, Rio's rematch. I know they don't have like Rio. I know they don't have automatic rematches, but you could have easily set it up as like they have the best win loss record. They're fighting for the. I think that that division is the easiest, their weakest point. Oh, it's easily is, and we'll elaborate on that as we go along the watch along um, in a second. Um, MGF versus Cody. I really enjoyed it. I think people didn't seem to like it. Like, it's, um, on Cage Match right now, it got 6.8, which is like, and in like, in today's world, a 6 out of 10 tends to denote a bad match. Yeah. So I thought it was just a good psychological match. It was a, it was a total change of pace from what had come before it. Exactly. Um, like, some of it was a bit over the top. Like, anything Cody ever did was a bit over the top. That new deck tattoo is awful. Um, oh, I, just, I, I, I stopped caring about it because it was so bad. <laughs> Brandy Rhodes um, can oh, fuck off. She will get herself on the fucking TV. She'll be on TV tonight, guarantee it. On this um, one, Anne Anderson it actually played his role really well, and like you cared when Anne Anderson got kicked over. Yeah, um, I just thought it was really good. That I think the right again, the right result. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and MGF. Again, came came off as just this horrible. Oh, you hate him. Gnarly little heel, yeah. 
Brilliant. Like, listen, my only issue right now is Cody is very clearly trying to be Triple H. Oh, fucking nepotism to the max. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, which, like, in Cody's individual case, I'm kind of fine with because, like, he is the most over guy in the company. I mean, that's kind it, of by design, but still, it's worked. He and the thing is, you can tell he knows what he's doing, kind of as well. Like, he's he's smart in the his matches always seem to have the most. Oh, yeah, they always have the most. That's, that's why I'm going with like the uh, modern day Triple H because he'll give himself one of the longest matches on the card and give himself the most build. Yeah, but like, make sh- but also make sure he's not the man, so people won't can't automatically go well yeah, yeah. the championship. So like, it's a very smart way to um, book yourself on top, but like, still, I, I think it's fairly transparent. But again, it's working, and that Cody will have a thing tonight, so we'll get more into that when he comes out. Um, Oh Christ! I just I just remembered Jake the Snake's promo from last week. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm, good, like, isn't it? Yeah, no. This when he went, never turn your back on someone you respect or someone you're afraid of, and then yeah. just walks out the ring. Oh my Brilliant. God! Just just. And the thing is, though, that shows you what people can do. Obviously, Jake's better than most, but it shows you what they can do when they're just given time to talk. No, exactly. But, and to that, but WWE, who could do that? Not that there level. There is people. You know, there's people. We like just from like outside, like Bobby Roode. He could talk anyone into a building, mm-hmm. but they don't let him. So that's just, like even like Dolph Ziggler back in 2012, he was an alright promo. Like John Cena, like John Cena is a good promo. When they let Roman Reigns loose, he's actually an alright promo. Actually, when you let Roman mm-hmm. Reigns loose, he's a much better promo than fucking Seth. Fuck Seth. Um. Anyway, next match, Garth, is one I really want to hear about from you: Pack versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Honestly, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. Oh my god, it's like it was my, it's, just, my, it's my second favorite match of the night. It was nothing. It was nothing that I expected, but Pac went along with it, and that that was the best part. He totally, like, totally bought in. And the only reason he only almost lost was because he was going along with it too much. Like he kept going along with oranges, but um, the bollocks and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then that almost cost him because Ben Cassidy decided to try. It's this is going to be a match that, and I mean I haven't yet, but I am going to show um, my seven-year-old. He's going to love think this. He would love it because he just. I think <laughs> the fact he's doing it with his hands in his pockets is just going to make him absolutely piss his pants. Yeah. Are you going to point to Pac and go, he's from where you are? I always do. He knows he is. <laughs> um, is Pac one of just... his favourites? No, not really. He's... Brock Lesnar and uh, Rey Mysterio was favourites. Uh, the match, like Rey Mysterio will get Brock Lesnar, I'd be scared of. Oh, like, he thinks Brock, he's brilliant. Like... Him and Braun Strowman, he thinks they're class. Uh, t- to be fair, like Braun Strowman, bollocks is great. Um, no, that... I tell you oh. what I did, I totally marked out when Orange Cassidy did that sort of Japanese arm drag with his hands in his pockets. That was great. <laughs> I was just like, fucking hell. And then did the kick up, and I was like, that's amazing. And I was like, finally, I'm getting to see what Orange Cassidy can do. As opposed to like just being in weak comedy segments every week. Well, uh, so are you an Orange Cassidy fan now? Now I'm more invested because I think, right, but if he holds it back, it's a good thing now because we know what he can do. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, he's going to try in the pay-per-views and coast Because that works with his character. I think, and I think that I think AEW have quite a good spot for Pac because Pac can be the person you can put him in any match now. Yeah, no, he's sort of like um, this is probably a bad comparison, but like Christian, where you can put him in sort of any uh-huh. division and he works. Yeah. Um, 
So we are going to route through this because we do have an, we do have a two hour show to watch. Um, Moxley, Moxley versus Jericho. It was boring. Um, it was all right. It could have maybe gone a bit sort of shorter. But it's twenty minutes, Gaff. Twenty mi- minutes should be captivating enough for a main event. Yeah. I mean, hell, like it's not. It's it's the third longest match on the card. I like, so I think the problem is it's 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 styles that are very similar. And it doesn't well, make similar, similar styles can work. The problem is these two need someone to sort of bump off them. That's what I mean, and to lead, like someone to sell their stuff and make them look good. This and felt neither, like neither of them wanted to do that. This felt like an old TNA main event, you know, like sort of how you undercard was sort of like your AJs, your, your Joes, your Lethals, yeah. and then you had Jarrett versus Sting in the fucking main or event. You have, this... Or you would have uh, Matt Morgan versus fucking Crimson. No, exactly. Like so. <laughs> Look, Moxie's a good choice for champion. Jericho would have been a good choice for champion. I was saying going in, this match was going to be wank, and it turned out to be wank, so I'm happy I was correct. Um, the tag match, Gaff, I've left this to last for a reason, because this match has broken the internet. This match was me... D- we both gave it a nine. It was me, probably my tied favourite match, because I thought when, again, it was a little bit... Um, what's the word? Overwrought, bloated, <laughs> very. Um, but and honestly, of the whole thing, my favorite part was where Kenny kicked out at one. What for the golden trigger? Uh huh. Yeah. As, that, if, like, as if as if it it wasn't even like he kicked out. It was like an anger thing. He's like, how fucking dare you use that yeah, move? No, exactly. Like to be fair, like that's my favorite part of the match, just because. Like, as a New Japan fan, like you, Gaff, you know how badly I took the Golden Lovers breakup. <laughs> Like, I was like, you sons of bitches! I will murder your fam... No. Like, I was... At that point, I never want- hated someone more. I did like how, like, on each member of the team, there was one aggressor and one person who's sort of like, oh, guys, can we just, like, stay friends? Tell you what it did as well, though. It reaffirmed and confirmed to me that the Young Bucks are, are a couple of cunts. Especially... They are, they are uh, worth Matt. eating out. Well, yeah, Matt was being an absolute dick. And um, it got um, Hangman Page to an even another level because I think that end piece yeah. where he sort of teased the the, the book shot and then mm. didn't. That, that that that's the thing. Like we've been like me and you have both been saying like Hangman could be great in AEW. He just needed that standout match, and he didn't have it with Pac. He didn't have it with Jericho. He's had it here. Yeah. And to be fair, he also had a great tag match the week before against the Lucha Brothers. So. Aye. I mean, not taken away from the, the actual match and the Young Bucks who did their like, did the thing and it was like an entertaining and enthralling match. It was nitpicking. There were a couple of bits I thought, I should have just fucking stayed down or whatever. But overall, it was a fucking fantastic tag team match. Yeah. It, it's it's, it's kind of like sort of, this is the type of thing where you go, look, you can do this shit yeah. on, as a tag match. See, that's, that's some, uh, like, it's not my favorite tag match of all time, mind you. Like, I think it's a great, shining example of a tag match. But Honestly, I, I, I'd probably say it's one of my favorite modern tag matches of all time. Like, Yeah, same. Like, my favorite tag match of all time is an old Japan one from the 90s, but still. Actually, the 80s. But um, is it your match of the year? It's, prob- it's definitely up there. But honestly, would... I'd probably put, uh, I'd probably have the Orange Cassidy one up there as well. 
Really? Well, to be fair, you, you mostly just watch AEW, so that kind of makes sense. So it was just entertaining. It was just an, it, a really fun, entertaining match. Yeah, um, it's no Osprey versus Takahashi, which I know you hate. <laughs> I, uh, I, what can I say? I'm not a... Uh... I like how you hate that, but then mark out for Keith Lee versus Dijakovic. I don't hate it. I just... Yeah, I bounced off it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to get into this now. Like, hopefully by now, how long have we been going? Quite, We've been chatting shit for about 20 minutes now. Yeah, coming up to 20 minutes now. So, we're going to get into this. If you want to load up, if you haven't already, for fuck's sake, it is a watch long. Um, load up AEW on whatever the fuck you're watching it on. Um... I'm going to give you a set. I just realized someone in the crowd at the beginning of this shot is wearing a Hulk Hogan t-shirt, and I hate that, man. Legend. <laughs> what would you do if Hulk Hogan turned up in AEW? Because, like, what would um, all, of the elite, all of the elite have went on record to say they're big Hulk Hogan fans. I would um, watch and hope he doesn't wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with the AEW, brother, to take you on. Oh, no. I would hope they put him against Orange Cassidy, and Orange Cassidy absolutely destroys him. Do you think Hogan would sell for Orange Cassidy? <laughs> I don't think Hogan would have a choice. I think, like, it's at the point where he'd have to, where if he kicked, he'd have, fake kicked him, he'd, he'd take it like a real kick because he's just that old. <laughs> anyway. Have you got yours up? <laughs> I'm ready. Because, like, if we continue on the tangent, we'll tangent for all time. Okay, three, two, one, go. Turn my mind down a bit. Dead hands! I thought that, that promo last week was excellent. Oh, all promos on AEW end up being... Like, AEW is probably... Other than NWA, actually, because, oh, this is a great promo. Le Champion. Le Champion! <laughs> I love it how he just says I, I was uh, training for somebody with one eye. <laughs> to be fair, someone just pulled that in 16 karat gold because um, Leo Rush was meant to be in it, but WWE pulled him out. Oh, by, by the way, that Judas effect last week was the only good Judas effect ever where he caught Darby on the way Oh, out. yeah, it was fast. I like that how we did the well. powerbomb as well. Yeah, and then they did the whole fingers up. Yeah. That was great. Like, this is a hot feud now, but it does mean there's probably going to be a rematch, and I hate that. Hangman Page getting interviewed. Have you seen any spoilers? No, none. I've seen, Have you? One spo- I've seen one spoiler, and I want to say what it is, but it's not to do with this. Who do you think is going to be Hangman's um... partner? Yeah. Uh, who's he going to pick? Oh my god, I love that. That's not why I brought you here. <laughs> um, fuck knows. Um, not Kenny, because that would be too obvious. Well, it can't be Kenny, but he has a he has a partner because it's he has a mystery partner because he um because Kenny's who's, injured. Who's he up against? It's a oh, fuck. Who is he up against? I can't remember. Is it? It's not fucking Jericho, is it? <laughs> He just goes off on the but other side. We do have a War Games match next week, don't we? Oh, yeah. Which is, I don't like that, by the way. I've said this last week. Like, I think a War Games should, the feud should be there before the match, but in this case, it's the match before 
Yeah, I think AEW are guilty of that anyway, of sort of announcing the matches before. Yeah, like, with the Cody Cage match, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, like, here it makes no sense. Like, none whatsoever. Cause, like, I love that, I love a, that Gun it, Roses t-shirt. <laughs> in the circle one. Uh, wait, who's coming out now? Who's this? Oh, um, oh, you're finally calling him by the actual name. Yep. Probably One ball! Only, only because I couldn't remember LAX. <laughs> Honestly, like, Ortiz is one of my favourite characters. Because he's absolutely I'll, fucking mental. He's like a mini Bruiser Brody. Yeah. Bruiser um, Brody crossed with, like, Afa from uh, the Head Shrinkers. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um... The fact that these two aren't in the title picture, I think, is disgusting. I think it's good. I think they will. They will be, but I think it's well, maybe be... be one of the best tag teams in the world right now. Maybe because it's Jericho had the title, so I don't know. I think like a good heel faction at some point should hold all the gold. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's fallen mental. He is fallen mental, isn't he? Cody. Depends. Is it going to take a million years? In which case, yeah, yeah it's Cody. Fucking <laughs> special. I I know. Like it's he's extremely over, but like this is stupid. This should only be for like the big matches. Yeah. No, because he has to have his band for the <laughs> big matches. Oh, fucking hell, that was awful, wasn't it? Oh, is it the worst performance in like live wrestling history? Uh, it's got to be. Because, obviously, well, there was that time where Lemmy forgot the words. But that was at least funny. <laughs> like, that was hilarious, because he quite clearly did not care. Although, I like, Kid Rock was quite disgusting. But the thing is, he performed, like, on a technical level, he was fine. It's just his songs are wank. Hell, man, fuck off, Mandy. Why are you here? Because she's, like, Stephen McMahon wannabe. Like last week, want some apples? Oh, yeah, that's the thing. She's she's not even good at like Stephanie McMahon's better than it, and it's such a shame because like I don't want to compare it, but like it's he's obviously a Triple H figure, and yeah. she's still obviously like a Stephanie McMahon figure, and then Arn Anderson's Ric Flair. It's just tell you what though, Cody's more over than Triple H has ever been. Uh, did you not hear him? I don't know if it was last week or another week where um, it was, I think, M. Jefford. It was during a match, and M. Jefford just shouted, like, uh, get away from me, Arn Henderson. (laughs) (laughs) That's cruel as fuck. (laughs) Because obviously his left hand's totally screwed up. What did you think of MGF's promo last week? I I liked it. I thought it was... It was was great. I just love when he took the the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the T-shirt off, and it's like, I pinned Cody. Yeah. He's just such a good antagonist. To, give, to put you in mind of how me and Rob Agath, um, when I mentioned that, it somehow span off into a conversation about Formula One. Fucking hell. Oh, it's just Cody versus Ortiz. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Ortiz does that um, diving uh, headbutt pin. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? And I know this is going to sound really fucking dumb, but he reminds us a bit of... Um... Oh, fucking hell. I can't remember his name now. Um, I can't 
come back to this. I can't remember his goddamn name. Can we talk about how all of Cody's moveset is stolen from someone? Well, like, uh... Like, that power slams from Randy Orton. Like, he started doing the Ozcutter as well. Oh! Is that him and his client? Oh, that is Lance Archer. Okay. Was it Vance Archer? (laughs) Lance Hoyt. (laughs) Right, this is the one spoiler I saw. The rest of the show is... That makes sense. Yeah. Well, he's the same kind of sort of character. Well, it's the same look. Well, actually, no, actually, nothing like Jake the Snake. Actually, like loud, and Jake the Snake was very methodical. I mean, sort of. They're both dark. That's what I. Well, that's what I mean. I. AEW dark. Hey. <laughs> Which is where Arch is gonna fucking end up after the Cody Street feud, like Sean Spears <laughs> and Dustin. That's it. That's who it is. Uh, Ortiz reminds us of Enzo Amore. <laughs> you know what? I think it's the get up. It's that, and it's like it's sort of the fact that he's very clearly not a disciplined fighter. Yeah, he's better by a country mile, but uh, <laughs> I don't know yeah, but he's like not going to in the ring. Oh, he's got a walker bank. You're not going to get that reference. You know who Big Nasty is? Big Nasty. No, he calls himself Big Nasty. He puts the R in there, Big Nasty. God. He's a grime guy. And, like, he was on Would I Lie to You? And it's fucking, like, him playing off of David Mitchell was fucking hilarious. Is Big Nasty not, like, a schneidy version of Big Sexy? (laughs) Well, his legs look equally fucked. (laughs) How come Cody gets away with him the Ozcutter? Like, why does no one bring that up? Actually, do you want to know something funny about the Ozcutter? So in stardom, Arisa really doesn't like B Priestley. So A started training with Will Ospreay to annoy her. Really? And B started doing the Ozcutter again to oh. annoy her. <laughs> if Lance Archer or Hoyt or whatever he's going to be called was such a badass, why is he sitting there watching? Um, because Jake, because Jake the Snake is a fucking tactician. Jake the Snake will be keeping him until the exact right time. Also, mm. I'm not being funny, he was in Suzuki Gun, so it kind of yeah. makes sense. But also, if that's the case, he should be attacking all the children at ringside. <laughs> like, honestly, Gaff, if we were um, New Japan factions, you'd probably be Suzuki Gun. Very old school. <laughs> What's he doing? Oh my god. <laughs> like, fucking, I hope he taps him on the head before he comes. Jesus. How long do you think it took him to grow that afro? Because it wasn't that big in impact, was it? No, nowhere near that. But I think do you not used to always have like something on his head, like a bandana or something? Yeah, he did actually. So maybe it's always been this big. Just didn't notice. It just when again, when again, at some point the bandana would have came off because we saw him in. Quality. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, there's not much to talk about in this match because this is very run of the mill. It's not, uh, there's no real sort of implications or story. Yeah, there's no story. It's literally just, oh, we have a War Games match next week. We should probably put them in some singles matches. It's obviously a reason to get Jake and Archer involved. Yeah, but like, you could have put Cody against a jobber at that point. Mm. Put him against QT Marshall. Oh, fucking. What, his best mate? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. 
Well, on the I, lead I'm up sorry, to like, I'm so very quick. I'm still distracted by his tattoo because <laughs> it's in a very prominent place and it's very colourful. Anyway, I'm still but... like, like on the lead up to all the like the all elite and the all out and everything. And QT Marshall was in on all the meetings. I just thought he was just some backstage guy. And then he comes out and has matches. I'm like, what the fuck? Throws apples out into the crowd for yeah. some reason. And then Colt Cabana turns up as well. To be fair, Colt Cabana makes more sense. I don't mind him. He's just... Yeah. Oh. You know who hates him? Jim Cornette. <laughs> Jim Cornette hates a lot of people. He does hate a lot of people. And you to be to fair, he, uh, he absolutely loved the last episode of Dynamite. Yeah, well, that's that's thing. I feel like he's finally getting to the point. From what I'm hearing, he's finally getting to the point where he's actually just not shouting about everything. Like I think after he lost his job at NWA, he's sort of like, okay, maybe I have went too far. He's even he's even been watching Raw the last few weeks. I saw that. He but I he's c- never going to watch it again. I don't blame him. Every time I tune, I like if I watch Raw, I'm watching the highlights, and it, half an hour feels like a long time. Yeah. Although. The Randy Orton Edge feud is going really nicely. I know. I'm. I'm. Keep meaning to catch up on that with like on YouTube or something. Um, um, but I might just wait till Mania when they have one of those video packages. Orton RKO'd Beth. I saw that. Yeah. I saw. Well, I saw the picture. And the oh, whoops. And the promo was amazing. He was sort of like, "Oh, I did it. It's your fault, Beth. You're an enabler." If he was on drugs, you'd give him drugs. Edge saved my <laughs> life. I clearly love Edge more than you do. That's why I smash his neck in with a chair. No, I think you, but you're looking at it going, oh, he's actually making some legitimate points. <laughs> See, Orton, when he's motivated, is good, Orton. No, that's the thing. Orton, when he's doing promos, is great. But, like, the problem is, Orton, when he's given a big match, he doesn't, tr- like, you saw it, like, it happened last year with AJ Styles. Like, the build up to that was actually really fun, really good. Like, he was like, oh, well, you have this internet, darling. I was off making millions. Yeah. And then, like, the match happened, and it was just sort of average. Yeah. So, like, again, it's not the NWA thing, but, like, a great story doesn't always save a bang average match. Yeah. Like, Nick, seriously, Nick Aldis, you watch one of his promos, and you're like, oh, my God. This man, this man is is the world champion. I believe everything he says he's gonna do, he's gonna do. And then the pay per views happen, and they just sort of there. Yeah, just... like, all right, <laughs> possible. Oh look! <laughs> oh, what's he gonna do? Oof! Oh. Stop fucking signaling to the. Cameraman. But to be fair, he is crazy. <laughs> you know, one thing I like about AEW is it's decreased the amount of Bullet Club tops I see. <laughs> it's replaced it with AEW t shirts, which is or, equally as obnoxious, but still. Or sort of um, non Bullet Club, sort of Homer Simpson or whatever. Like what? random Bullet Club. Like random. Oh, yeah, like. Big um, Bullet Club ones. Yeah. To be fair, I, that's the only Bullet Club shirt I own. Do you remember Pachi- um, do you, Have you ever heard of Pachiti Club? Yes. <laughs> um, it's that. I have one of them because they were going cheap out of what culture show I went to. See, like, 
every time something happens with Cody and Brandy or whatever, I always just think they're still pretty heelish. No, exactly. Like, like she just wrapped um, Santana with a belt. Yeah. Hang on, are we in the same place? Because for me, a superplex just happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But like before, she like wrapped him with the belt. Uh, I didn't see that. I was too busy talking about NWA. <laughs> oh, oh. What doing? Oh my god, Santana! That's one. Tope Suez. Are you gonna keep count of the fucking Tope's? Two. <laughs> oh come on, guys! It's a suicide it's, dive. It's weekly TV, guys. Okay, do you... Oh, here comes Lance Waite. Has Jake got his top off? Under yeah, Jake has got... No, he hasn't. He has... <laughs> it looks like he did. Because <laughs> Archer's on. That... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's getting a little bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jake, come on. It's like fucking heroes of wrestling all over it. <laughs> you want to play 21? Well, I've got 22. I don't know. Watch me drink this pint of piss. <laughs> It's in the, like, um, um, Beyond the Ropes. Not Beyond the Ropes, Beyond the Map, yeah. where he's, like, being weirdly <laughs> sexual with this yeah. young girl. It's so yep. weird. Where he's living in, like, a trailer. <clears throat> yeah, so we need to do a watch along of Beyond the Map one day. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, every time I watch it, I'm like, do I actually love wrestling? Because <laughs> this you is watch, disgusting. Yeah. Wrestling with shadows as well. No, I don't want. I don't want <laughs> us to be arguing about Bret Hart for a fucking hour. You won't be. I'll just be like, motherfucker. What a motherfucker. Vince, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and I agree with you, but like, <laughs> Bret screwed Bret, quite frankly. Oh, that looked horrible. Anything oh, to do with oh, the legs like that? Yes. Because at your age, you can. Haven't had a previous uh, leg. Surgery and stuff, yes. I saw, I forget who it was talking about it, but it's like he, he said every single pain you inflict in wrestling should be relatable. <laughs> you know, like if someone does something completely stupid, you're not going to relate to that, so you're not going to. And it makes sense, but also, like, it's even why, like, jumping onto people makes sense, because imagine if someone that big jumped on you from like 10, mm. foot, 10 feet up, so. Exactly. Like, it's, it sounds like basic stuff, but then you watch. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Jesus. But then you watch like a. So it's figure for his one of his things now. Christ knows. You know, although, what do... although it's a nice change up. I guess you know what I do like about AEW shows, and you don't get this every show where most of the crowd is wearing AEW relevant t-shirts. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, like you watch so many other shows. I get, I get the feeling that they're probably not like $50 or however much the WWE ones are. They're probably charging, because they charge more at WWE shows than we do online. Yeah. So we probably charge what we charge online. Apart, you know what we don't charge 50 quid for? A Bobby Roo t-shirt. That was a tenner. <laughs> you keep mentioning. <laughs> Can you think it's meant to be injured? 
He's got a he's got something on his wrist. Also, Dan Kenny, what's that? how how is Kenny Omega's um trousers both tight and loose at the same time? <laughs> they are hideous. <laughs> They're hammer pants. They're like reverse hammer pants. Yeah. Also, I like how Matt Jackson's dressed up as Jake Snake. <laughs> Get out of there, Matt, you little... You little... Oh. <laughs> Every time he says it. It's like a snuff movie. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, God. What's going on with their Joe? It was like Tron pants. Right. I don't care about his trousers right now. Nick Jackson is dead. <laughs> oh, it's a knife for an eye. But neither of them. No one's lost maybe, an eye. Maybe, maybe you just got caught trying to do the Indiana Jones thing where we roll under the <laughs> If you look on the other side of the door with the hat, uh-huh. you're gonna hate me. I've never, I've the only Indiana Jones I've seen is the fourth one, and everyone else. Please, please don't tell me the fucking Crystal Skull one. Yeah, no, that's the only one I've seen with Shia LaBeouf. Ugh. I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, but then you can watch the other ones and realize how shit it really is. Yeah, same thing happened to Star Wars. The first Star Wars was the first one. I liked it, and then, like, <laughs> and then you get to like four, five, six. It's like, oh my god, these are so much better. <laughs> These are actually good. I I still think three is a good one. It's all right. I like three better than six. Uh-huh. I don't like six very much. Should I? I think like the two ends don't really connect. Why has no one got Medora off him yet? <laughs> I, I, think first... lift, I think they're lifting the door, but they haven't um dragged him out. Right, please don't show us his full face. I don't want to see that. Hope they've done like full on like prosthetics and like smashed his face in. Like, so it's what, like when Abyss took a chunk out of RVD and TNA. <laughs> like Evil Dead style, where there's like eyeballs hanging out. I've seen Evil Dead. Have you? Yeah. The original one? Yeah. With Bruce Campbell? Yeah. Good. Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2? I don't know. We were... I was drunk when I watched it. <laughs> The second one's pretty much a remake of the first with better um, effects and things. I don't know. It, it was on. Someone had it on a streaming service for some reason. Well, have you seen that? So you need to watch Army of Darkness next. <sighs> or the TV show. Nick has not been diagnosed. He had a door dropped <laughs> on his head, Jaya. <laughs> I love it how, like, uh, I love it how like, no, nobody's no. taken any action against in the circle for 
attempted murder and yeah like i like i like how they're going oh i'm worried about them but at least one of them had to fuck it you know what i think that's why brandy's not there she's ran off to beat the shit out of jericho <laughs> you've had the way tammy guevara's been going i wouldn't be surprised if brandy went over yeah, like... oh my god very interesting though no adam page true he doesn't care he's too busy getting wasted I know Adam Page's gimmick is a bit too close to home for me. How come? His brother. <laughs> no, just that's that's basically my drunken habits. <laughs> Take one away, there's one right here. <laughs> this is we've we focused on Nick for an uncomfortable amount of time now. I know. We don't need to see this, like, unless someone's going to come and attack the. It's still. David. Actually, where's Jeff Cobb? No, well, well, to be fair, he was meant to be booked in the Ninja Bank Cup, wasn't he? What happened to him? He had like one match. I think they just brought him in to as an obstacle for Moxley, and that was it. Oh. He is still contracted to Ring of Honor, and he did have commitments with New Japan this month before he got cancelled. Anyway, I like Jeff Cobb. He's like um. Rhino, <laughs> better. This is that was it's, they focused on that on a re, for an uncomfortable amount. It's of just time. filling a lot of time, isn't it? Yeah, like did someone did someone cancel or something? What the fuck? <laughs> it's amazing how much like this bit looks like Glasgow to me. Like, <laughs> I like how Excalibur has like a color coded mask to his. <laughs> oh, this should be. I nice. still don't get why Ali is the bunny. Like for Butcher and Blade, that makes sense. That's something which should be together. The bunny. It's because what she was called in um, Impact, wasn't it? Well, um, um, yeah, but like fucking. I think. What What would the Butcher and Blade need? Like she, she should be a different utensil. Butcher and the blade and the burger. A sharpener. <laughs> Be Priestley. Hey! She oh, did. I like she I can finally see good women on the weekly shows. Up next, after this. Although B Priestley is very clearly taking the pin here. To be fair, like, I guess B Priestley had the time to kill seeing how Stardom only had one show this month. Oh. Two of us, she she had the best showing on the show probably, like that tag match for the Stardom tag title. It was her and Jamie Hayter versus Utami and Momo, and it was great. Hmm. Like, honestly, like, AR10 tag match. Just free on YouTube if you have the time. But of course, you're not going to because you're Stardom. <laughs> nope. Not at this moment. Am I the only one who really likes Chris Statlander? I just don't think there's anything really that and that's yeah, like, where, like... where she points at the nose and that. That's just what boot. You don't uh, like the boot. That's why I like her. Because I think if you're somebody like Nyla Rose or something, she does that. You should bite her finger off. Why don't we use Sheeda more? Because Sheeda's probably one of the best women we have on roster. She seems to be on dark every week. 
No, she is. She, every time I see her advertising, she's in dark. But I, like every match I've had has been like decent. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I'm surprised she. I'm like, I was surprised she didn't beat Rio until um, I found out who was booking the women's division. Mm, well, obviously, Kenny. I'm not being funny. This is like WCW Japanese music. <laughs> totally. Oh, a Pacific Islander. <laughs> it has to be uh, from the Orient. <laughs> See, look, she even down to her look, she looks cool as fuck. Well, because she, she puts loads of fucking effort in. Oh, she absolutely. To be fair, she does. If you follow her on Instagram, she does cosplay shit. Like she dressed up as Doctor Strange for Halloween, <laughs> and it was great. Okay, so um, I'm going to quickly fill you in on Beach Reese's um, current character. She's, hey, a massive, not... she's a massive weeb, and also she swears quite a lot. Those glasses are awful. Oh no, she changed her look after she went, after she defected to a wedding tie, and it. Didn't she just have like jet black hair? She did. And then she had sort of like Jay White hair with like green. She... For some reason, she reminds us of um, Emma. Emma? No. Aye. See, she reminds me of um, Alexa Bliss just because of the Harley Quinn-esque get-up. Mm. See that? I just realised, they have that lighting grid there literally just so Cody can make his entrance. <laughs> yep. And now it's just hoisted up. Yeah, now it's just there, not really adding anything. Why haven't they booked Nyla versus Awesome Kong? I don't know what Awesome Kong's doing. She, she was in they that... Got, since they got rid of that like, nightmare collective thing. Yeah, by the way, I don't think that's a good idea just to get rid of it. Like, I don't think publicly going, we're dropping the storyline because of the fans. I think that's spineless. I'd say I don't, know, many, I, think, I don't care how bad the story was. I think it's it's actually quite ballsy for them to say, look, we'll realise it's not working. No, because it's very clear PR move. They're very clearly going to use this so Brandy can have a storyline down the line and people will go with it. it like, they want just... goodwill that they can cash in at a later date. It's very transparent to me. It's just really shit anyway. I, I don't know why Arsene Kong was put with Brandy. I'm actually excited for this tag match, guys, because like, literally I don't I like everyone in this match. But very rarely happens in the women's division here in <laughs> AEW. Oh, also, B. Priestley steals everyone's moves. She's worse at it than Cody. <laughs> Seriously, like Kenny Omega's V Trigger, Kotobushi's um, Kamigaye. Actually, she got heat because do you know who Manami Toyota is? Who? Manami Toyota. Nope. <laughs> right, so she was one of the girls in the tag match we watched for Collision in Korea. <laughs> and um, she invented the Japanese Ocean Cyclone Suplex. Oh, all right. I know who you mean. Which. B. Priestley uses as a finish. She didn't ask for Toyota's permission. Got heat with Toyota, so she's not allowed to call it the Japanese Ocean Cyclone Suplex anymore. What's that? What'd you call it then? Um, Queen's Landing, which I think is a decent name. But like, even, like for example, she just got added into Fire Pro through DLC, and they still call it the Japanese Ocean Cyclone Suplex in there. So, it's like if someone started doing like the Tombstone and called it 
the badass landing or something. <laughs> Question. You said um, Nyla Rose's um, interview with Jericho was good, didn't you? Yeah, it was really good. Um, what, what did this big go over? Oh! Um, went over her sort of basically um, love of wrestling, starting out obviously as a man, how she felt, how she came out and all that sort of stuff, and how like she was shocked at how everyone just basically accepted it especially like a family and stuff um it was a really like interesting interview and how like she's really really well what's the word, like spoken the, well the way she was talking about wrestling and this and the putting together matches and psychology and stuff it's like there's actual you can see, you can see there's actual care taken yeah that's um, the weird thing about like i love wrestlers even if i don't like for example i watched an interview with enzo amore and when he was talking about the shit he did, I was like, oh shit, that makes sense. But when you watch it, and it's just bollocks. Not, you know, that's the thing. You can, I wonder if it's just more like a case of their ideas overshoot their actual technical abilities. Maybe. But she, she was really good. Now, she, she had quite a sort of depth, not like in depth knowledge of wrestling and. Um, because I think she's like mid to late thirties. Is she? I'm gonna look this up. So, to be honest, I, I, I assume she was like late twenties. She's like mid to late thirties. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose is oh fuck, she's thirty-seven. Yeah. Like, I'm not being funny. Like, I thought she was like, um, like thirty-two. So she, so she would have grown up watching most of the same stuff I did. <laughs> she's your like, age. He's a, like late early to late nineties, and is so... this why you like it, Gaff? No, I, I thought she was younger than she is. Um, but to be honest, it sounds like you know how so many people had a fucking issue with it, like with her coming over or whatever, and her winning what? the title. Like it within the wrestling world, it's just it sounds like there's like literally zero problem. Everybody's just accepted that. She's yeah, fighting... I like. I... I think with AEW, like, if someone wasn't accepting of it and made a big deal out of it, they just wouldn't be welcomed. Yeah. Like, some people wouldn't give our jobs, like, when she started early on, but then other people did, and it That's paid it. off for them. For most, like, a lot of, especially indie wrestling, it's super progressive. The only issue is when WWE fans who are in their WWE Rebel come, come along, and, like, you see it on every single post where they, they're like, oh, you mean he. And, like, because it happened, that's Jericho... On when he posted about it, and he was like, um, "Someone went, do you mean he?" And he just responded, "No, why would why would I mean he?" Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> like honestly, like I like how everyone in AEW sort of how like sort of spans around because honestly, like in terms of like being harassed, Nyla probably is at most risk for that, and it's just it's actually disgusting. Like the discourse around it is actually yeah. fucking disgusting. Then she said, um. Just talking about when, because she, she was spent quite a lot of time in Japan. And she said, like over there, it was that that was the best move for her at the time because she wasn't getting much work here. She went over there and she was tra- like an absolute monster, which they loved. Like the the love there, like big. Oh no! Like people pretend mm-hmm. like Japan's all about technical wrestlers, but they, they love a fucking monster. Uh-huh. Like there's a reason Bad Luck Fale is still employed in New Japan. So I I recommend listening to it. It was really interesting. Um, I would, but I don't really. 
I don't really listen to Jericho's podcast, mostly because of the fucking adverts. They get obnoxious. Yes, thank. Bad. It's like just thank you, Ric Flair, for ta- and he has this amazing story. But first of all, me and these. <laughs> <laughs> I just click fast forward for a couple of times. It's usually around about a minute. So if, I want to, if I'm putting on a podcast, I want to put it on in the background and not think about um, doing anything to it until I have to turn <laughs> it off. That's amazing. Like B Priestley looks really good in AEW, like because comparatively she's more polished from like say a Chris Statlander or yeah. or like uh, a um, as we're gonna say brand new um like Ali or what's her face for one we hate Britt Baker, <laughs> um, but like in Japan like she's considered bad. A lot of Stardom fans don't like her. This match has been. Decent, this match has been decent. Um, I think it's going to go into another gear when Cheetah gets back in. Yeah. Because this, is, this is this is better shown from Statlander than the Revolution match. Well, she's selling though. Mm. And she's hitting that stuff. Oh, oh she, that, that was quite an obvious botch. <laughs> oh, she botched it again. Fuck's sake. Alright, just potato and get her fucking done. God's sake, like, B Priest has got better about her botching, but still bad sometimes. But to be fair, she, she, at this point, she probably hadn't wrestled. She hasn't wrestled in weeks, so she probably had a tiny bit of ring rust. Wouldn't this, isn't like Statland only been doing it for a few years? She hasn't really been doing it long. I don't think Statland has been doing it long now. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Well, I do hate. I think BPC is very clearly here to take a pin. Which oh, yeah. Probably from Statlander. It's actually quite it... funny because after her um, match, um, Utami and one of the rookies is called um, Saya. Um, she's called Tall Saya in, unofficially, and she's basically 2007 Jack Evans. <laughs> uh, and. Um, B. Priestley was just like, is this a joke? And then just went on to go, um, you are a loser. I know Ichiban, I know, um, what's Yo Pai Young Girl is gonna fucking change that. <laughs> like, cause she can, she, I think she just likes stardom because she can get away with swearing every other word. Yeah. Why are we, the... why are we already at the point where she needs to hot tag out? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Nyla rolls uh, in. You're gonna die. <laughs> maybe she does it to take the pin. <laughs> maybe she the pins rolls. Nah. I I can dream, Gaff. <laughs> Keep dreaming, boy. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> King Kong, you got. All you need to do is just stand up. There you go. Oh, she did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's, what's she to thinking here? Jesus! Oh. Like, come that on, ref. Stomach. One weird thing about Sheeda's get-up is that ha- because of the way it turns out, like... Half, 
because half of it's down, it means half of the trunks fall down. Yeah, I was thinking, is it the design or is it actually coming down? No, that's the design. The problem is, part of it is the fact that it's coming down now. <laughs> fucking hell. Nice. Oh, fucking arrow! No, but they kicks out of the fucking Are shoulders arrow. not down? Fuck you, me. <laughs> Get off, bitch. Tate. <laughs> oh, the lads are breaking down. <laughs> Oh, oh she's going to use the candlestick thing. Is it a candlestick? Yeah. Or a single volcano if it's if really finish. Yeah. I like how they've worked out um, tandem offense. <laughs> Harakano Runner! Oh. Say anything you want about Sheeta. You can't say that she's... Oh, my God! Sheeta is very smooth in terms of, like, what like, yeah. she's doing. Oh, that was a great, that was a great finish. But... I'm not even mad that Sheeta got pinned. That was a great finish. I know. It's like, if you had to give that match a score, Gav. Um, I enjoyed it. it. Was solid six or seven. Yeah, like I'd go. I'm feeling like a high six, low seven. Yeah. Uh, which for weekly TV is really good. Like honestly, that ending. Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> she has the pedigree, Gaff. She's a former World of Stardom champion. <laughs> And that belt, girl, has been held by people you actually know. I say people. It's been held by person you actually... Actually, three, two people you actually know. Io, Shirai, and Tony Storm. Actually, has Kairi Sane held it? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that, that old man was very clearly about to touch people. <laughs> Don't do it, boy. Fuck off with this Exalted One bullshit. Right, Gav, I'm I'm sick of this Exalted One bullshit, and I've been back in AEW for about a month now. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think so far? Um, I don't. I mean, oh, there's there's obviously there's obvious reasons why they haven't done it yet, but um, I don't mind them. I don't mind the Dark Order. I think they're okay. Um, no, I like Dark Order, but I'm sick of his storyline already. What the fuck is this? Oh. It's the Fallen Angel come back. <laughs> Chris Daniels almost died. <laughs> He's so funny. This is great. I, Christopher Daniels is so good. The fact that the only world championship he's ever held is Ring of Honor is disgusting. I know.
Rob said out of the three of us, I'm the most likely to join the Dark Order, and I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. Does he mean you're more uh, leaning towards darkness? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Jaff said earlier, soon we'll all be dead and all that will remain is our, um, <laughs> is our audio. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, when did you become me? <laughs> I'm not being funny, Garth. This might be better than the Jake Roberts promo. <laughs> it's, it's a different kind of good. The Dark Order sucks. <laughs> oh, great. See, you can tell it's just them riffing. Like, putting out something and going, Let, let's give it a shot. And like, yeah. Oh, do you want to know something? Do you not want to know what Audrey ha- Edwards' um, gimmick was on the Indies? Joe oh. Hebner. What? Girl Hebner. Girl Hebner. Yeah. Expect one. Oh, we're very clear in a commercial break. This is where they got to get the crowd up. No, I think he's literally just going to... It's super weird. Like at um, NXT UK when I went to those TV tapings, the issue there was there was no gaps. Whereas, like, I imagine going to an AEW show with a lot of gaps. <sighs> Fucking not too bad, though. I mean... <clears throat> I guess there'd normally be commercials here. Maybe we should plug something. What should we plug? The website? Do you have the website? Rob Rob does things. Oh, I won the Elimination Chamber. Did you? Um, Yeah, I won the Elimination Chamber. I put you Gulak. (laughs) Why? Why did you think you Gulak? Because I thought WWE might try to fuck over Daniel Bryan. Oh, here's the thing. I think Bryan is someone who would put Gulak over. Although, Gar, that match was actually pretty fucking hype. I heard it was. I haven't watched it yet. Um, like, some of the backdrops. Jesus Christ. And, like, there's a bit where, like, um, Gulak has um, Brian in a head scissors. Brian tries to do the thing where you sort of, like, do a headstand and jump out. <laughs> when he did that, <laughs> um, Gulak just picked up Brian's head a little bit and dropped it like it was a power driver. <laughs> it was a I there was, like, a, I there was, like, it. a nasty... Um, it was a really nasty German, yeah. Yeah, on Brian's neck. Yeah, no, it was absolutely disgusting. And saying this to somebody who watches New Japan, it was disgusting. Uh, I'll, I'll, I might watch it at some point. Oh, but the thing is, Justin Roberts is very clearly cutting a promo. Let us see it. Well, why don't, why don't the player? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, they probably don't want to have troubles with the commercial or whatever, but that's not their problem. I wonder why they don't... Because um, obviously on Fight TV, why don't they have like a localised adverts? I mean, not that I'm bothered, but... <laughs> to be honest, I like it when I'm pirating um, AEW gaff, because like, I get a glimpse into American advertising. Oh, yeah. How fucking cheesy it is. Not only how cheesy it is, how much fucking food they get. Because of course we have um, regulations against that sort of shit here. They don't. <laughs> 
crackers like the um is that like because they're not showing this where the hard cam is is that like a sellout do you think um no i could see some empty seats on the um on like the far right hand side but to be fair it's super weird how people are like saying oh you need to um you need to and they need to talk about attendance and then you have yeah. fucking NXT UK which is doing similar sized buildings and not doing anything. In yeah. and that's in like um the and that's in the UK where we don't don't have anything else that size touring. And and not being funny, AEW didn't kill an indie scene. You think? Well, no, it hasn't killed an in- the American Indies. Oh, no. sorry, it hasn't. WWE did a better job at that. But they did it by buying up the competition, whereas AEW were just sort of signing into different. Well, they're going to places where WWE haven't been, which is smart. Yeah, and then we go to. Um... Butcher and the Blade. A butcher for Blade. Like, honestly, I get why Ali's there. Don't call her the bunny, because it makes no sense. Because uh, the butcher and the blade are so fucking good. Isn't she married to the... Yeah, she's uh, married to um, the blade. Yeah. To be fair, last time I saw Ali before AEW, she was getting stabbed by Stu Young, so... Last time I saw her before, she was... Well, yeah, she was getting her neck slashed. <laughs> I wish she kept that scar. To be fair, I enjoyed Evil... Alley. It was better than normal Alley. Yeah. Because they're not being funny. Like when they when they look like that, it looks like a weird sex thing. It does. Especially when he's got a gimp mask. I didn't want to bring it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because right, they brought in this of MGS muscle, and then Madlow came in. Not Madlow, Wardlow. Do you see where he put something about some kid on Twitter? And he's like, screw uh, that kid. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I love that. Wardlow makes a really good sort of Batista slash Diesel figure. Yeah. It just has like the odd match here and there. Yeah. Um, to be fair, like he's also he doesn't he's never wrestled anywhere big before. AEW, so I actually checked this the other week. Like, literally, just walks like small indies. He's just got a, a, a good look where, yeah, he doesn't even have to. Well, like Batista did when he first came in, like, yeah, like Batista got better, yeah. <laughs> I still think it's unfair that they make Marco stunt um, Diva walking. I mean, like, he has such little legs. <laughs> pyro. <laughs> you can't be surprised for Pyro anymore because they would have breeze brought Pyro back. I know, but uh, Jurassic Express get, get the Pyro. To be fair, Kofi Kingston got Pyro for years. True. And like I think AEW might have a certain um, budget for Pyro, and they don't use it. They don't get it back the next year. 
quick, swap it all now. <laughs> he just kicked Marco Stunt. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> the thing is, Jungle Boy has potential. Marco Stunt is just sort of there to be thrown about. You know, he's like he's like Mikey Ripwreck in um in ECW. ECW. Like a total joke. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Mikey Ripwreck became ECW champion. So. I like how, like, Butcher and the Blade and Luchasaurus are very different kinds of big men. Yeah. Like, I'm not, they're like Stan Hansen types are Butcher and Blade. And then you have Luchasaurus, who's Butcher and a, a, a dinosaur. Reason. Well, especially, um, is it the Butcher, the big guy? Uh, reminds us of Axe from Demolition. Just that body, like that size body. You can tell he's like a good worker, but he's kind of out of shape, but not, if you know what I mean. Like, haha, <laughs> get in. It's great. <laughs> he just looks like a dick, doesn't he? he he's just a prick. He's like awful, awful tan. <laughs> oh god. An ink. Yeah, two of them. <laughs> to be fair, I watch New Japan, so like I'm just used to break um just breaking of six man tag rules. It's just how it is. They look like brothers, though, don't they? We just do. Yeah. <laughs> I want to lose yourself just to rain down terror. <laughs> I'm sorry, if he, wanted, if he actually wanted to be a Tyrannosaurus, he'd have to have his arms be tiny. <laughs> <laughs> like Rhino. Oh, Rhino. He's, He's been Rhino. appearing in Ref Pro recently as Rhino. Oh yeah, he did leave the because he's in Impact now for the most part. For <laughs> doing the new day's unicorn stampede. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still hate it when people shout woo? For every slap, yes. Right. Also, yeah. half of the people doing those slaps aren't good slaps, so they shouldn't have it. Yeah, like, but, but yeah, there's some great chops. I'm, uh, some of the chops from some of the big lads nowadays in like Japan is just they're like disgusting. <laughs> oh, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> J E double F J A double I E double T.
you know what? You know what's my favorite thing about Jeff Jarrett? Um, um, double J, song. double M A. His song. When he was like tapping off out children. No, that song sucks, Gaff. <laughs> but again, I've seen Jeff Jarrett sing that song live. Because he was the commissioner at an ICW event, and <laughs> him and Grado sang the song. Got to, got to. He does have. It's so weird though, because like Jeff Jarrett actually had like a run in ICW. He was at like all their big shows throughout. Like he was at Shugs. I feel like he was at Shugs, Fear and Loathing, and Squago. The only one he wasn't at was Barrowmania, and that's because it wasn't on last year. Hmm. Mostly because um, one of our venues burned down, so the Barrowlands got booked even more. Oh, yeah. Was that with a college? Yeah, no, the art college burned down, but then the O2 ABC was right next to it. Uh, so, like, that burned down and it's not going to reopen. It's actually really sad now because it's just sort of, it's still there on Sucky Old Street. Not just, like, pull it all down. Well, it's going to take a while because it's all, like, attached to the rest of the street. I'm not being funny, this match has been pretty wank. <laughs> it's just too. Um... You can tell they're trying too hard to try and protect MJF yeah. from actually having a match. Which is fine, but like Ben, don't have him in a match. Have him cut promos. He's great at cutting cut, cut promos. Oh, oh my god! He's dead. <laughs> oh, that was awful. That wasn't good. Was it? Go through the ropes, you fool. I'm not being funny. You don't have an, you don't, because if ever clearly building up to a hot tag, you don't have that with Luchasaurus, the most over person on the team. Oh. What do you think? Who? What do you think of um, the butcher's facial hair? Um, wait, it's kind of like Triple H's, but it got wildly out of hand. It looks actually look a little bit like um, when James Hetfield was wearing that mustache. James, Hat- James Hetfield. Yeah, I know that name. Metallica. Oh, right. Yeah, that's why I know that name. Sorry. <laughs> If it's not Lars, it doesn't immediately come to mind for Metallica. How long has he been in this now? How long's this match? It's like the fucking. I bet you we're going to look up how long this match went and it's going to be like five minutes long. It's just hmm. pits. Oh, come on, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> Classic old head in the tree. But that's the thing, though, I hate when refs do that. But, like, this match has been so dull, I'm just happy something happened. Yeah. Like, basically, the two things that happened Marco Stunt died, and huh. Audrey Ed got physical. Oh, 
in the corner. Come on. Everyone seems to be really working really late, but then taking it as if they've been absolutely smashed in the chest. Oh, shut up. <laughs> How come the fucking revival can do shit like this and have it be exciting? This is... Or like even like grizzled young veterans do stuff like uh, So many people do this and it's exciting. Nice. George, George, George of the jungle. <laughs> Oh my god, that was stiff. The thing is, Jungle Boy is actually really good. Like, as a worker, he's much better than Luchasaurus. It's just Luchasaurus is so... Just a big bastard. It's like if Kane had knees. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was a moon, so. <laughs> no, I know what you mean to think before. about to die again. He's going to die again. Yep. He's going to kill him. Oh! <laughs> fucking nice. Butcher just took an RVD bump. Double suicide dive. Oh my god. Why would you just stand there? This is what, what I fucking what, hate what? about outside downs. No outside dives, like, why would you just fucking stand I'm there? Glad you, I'm just happy you stopped counting, to be honest. Well, that's gotta be what? Four? Five? Six? Ooh, oh my it. god, his head almost landed on the apron. <laughs> Look at her face. To be wow. fair, like, it is impressive. Like, Punishment Martinez did the same thing at a Ring of Honor show as that, and it is impressive. Like, I'm not bored anymore, but I was bored for a lot of this match. Yeah. Like, honestly, I kind of wish we put a promo segment here. <laughs> what, in the middle of the match? <laughs> to, like, no. to be fair, that would be something that's like very suddenly a wrap-off. To be fair, I was once watching a 10-man tag, which ended up in a dance-off. It won, because Drew Galloway did something. Huh. And then head-butted Rich Swan. It was amazing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How's the legal man here? Um. Oof. Now this is what gets over with me, Gaff. Headbutt. No, no, just two big men running into each other. Oh. His thing, his kicks look cool, but they also look weak. Yeah. And the, and the man has to stand there for a long time. Everything Lucha Joris does is very clean, but it's not very effective. Like, if you contrast it to, say, Walter, where nothing he does looks clean, but it all looks brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it would not be funny if that looks like it hurts more. 
Like, have you ever been kicked by someone that size? It hurts. <laughs> it's like being hit with a pin. Stabbed with a pin. <laughs> no, it's like being kicked. It's like when, like, a kid gets really annoyed at you and starts beating you up. <laughs> and you can't beat him up back. He's a kid. Oh, what are you doing? Is she trying to suggest Jungle Boy? Yep. Oh my god. Did the scuff the seats. MGF's up. Easy. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking about this um, the other week. Like, so, like, I used to need, like, Jack Evans level flips to get into a match. Um, now, I see someone put, like, Timothy Thatcher, for example, put on a really good Fujiwara armbar, and I'm like, oh, that's such a good Fujiwara armbar. A well executed, a well executed uh, move like that. It, it's more yeah, it's sh- believable, it's more realistic. Yes, yeah, that's why I never like Bret Hart. Can never get his submissions right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> See, it's that or like a big man be- just beating the shit out of someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not being funny. Like the bunny still doesn't look like she belongs. Like fuck off, Ali. <laughs> She should have a dark alley gear on. Exactly. Darby's paint peeled off in a weird way. <laughs> I do worry about Darby every time. I hate that move. Just think that was if great. you Yeah. What the fuck? A fucking Darby Allen's turning into Jeff Hardy. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Pretty fucking dark. He's ruined a perfectly good pickup truck. This is dark. <laughs> no, this is Big Show's um father being towed away by the boss, big boss man. The boss man. <laughs> One of the greatest things ever in WWE. Britt Baker. Oh, fuck name. off! Not every week. Like, honestly, if someone didn't know like, the context of what we were watching, we'd think we were horribly sexist because all the worst part is like, like it's a lot of women. Problem is they've hired the wrong people. Yeah. Fuck off, Britt Baker. Like I don't mind her promos; they're they're fine. Um, She's been doing this. Just, oh, it's just milking oh, the same. Oh, Tony works in Starbucks one time. Fucking yeah. get over it. People need to pay rent. You fucking entitled bitch. Tony. That's quite funny. I hope she makes. His name on. I hope. I hope she makes better fucking coffee than she does wrestling matches. (laughs) 
nobody reacted to that at all. Yeah, nobody reacted. This is like fucking Juliet and stardom. Fuck off. I love it. You're a dentist. Make talk about my teeth. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> she said oral. God. <laughs> Tony doesn't want to drink the coffee. This is for cheap, this is cheapy. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Tell you what, though, Adam Cole must have some great teeth. <laughs> Yeah, but he needs to teach her some promo and wrestling skills. You know what, but imagine, like, you know how, like, sometimes when you're out with someone, um, but, like, out with your girlfriend or whatever, and, like, you're, they're like, how are you putting it? It's like, here, have a bit. I can't imagine, like, if she did that to you, I imagine she'd, like, start opening your mouth and using the spoon mm-hmm. as sort of, like, a mirror to see how your teeth are. And she's like, like do nah, you know how much sugar's in that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... To be fair, you know who's the worst thing to go out with is a psych student. I went I once went on a date with a psych student, right? And she started diagnosing me. I was going like, to say, she's like a... psychoanalyzing. Yeah, we're <laughs> sitting in a fucking sushi place and she's psychoanalyzing me. I'm like, hey, I'm in a psych I'm in a sushi place. I can barely afford. I think the one <laughs> thing you can denounce is um deduce is that I'm lonely, alright? Oh, it's swole. I still don't understand why they let her challenge Nyla the other week. Because she we haven't done anything with it. I know. The thing is, Swell's quite cool. Like she, her finish is. Re- it takes a lot to make it look good, but it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's very uncomfortable right now. In case you didn't know, she goes out with Cedric Alexander. Yeah, she married him. And no, and quite frankly, no one cares about him. Oh, oh that was a reference. I don't like how their feud is. Oh, you're go. By the way, you want to hear a funny Adam Cole, um, Cedric Alexander story? No. So, um, <laughs> they went to um, it was in PWG, right? And they started off, um, Adam Cole had the ring announcer announce him. And he was like, tonight, he, he was facing Cedric Alexander. It's like, tonight he will beat ACH. Whoops, I mean Cedric Alexander. That was <laughs> racist. And then he, he pointed to the <laughs> note. And it was like, in the event of a that was racist chant, the PWG champion Adam Cole invites you to suck his dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
was... What did that ref come out for? To stop them? Then go back? Yeah, <laughs> very good. Something's happening. Oh, it's your favourite. <laughs> the very talented Joey Janala. In case everyone didn't know, um, Joey Janala is Garth's favourite wrestler. Look, he even has the Bret Hart glasses, Garth. Wishes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's cooler than Bret Hart. No. I mean, did Bret Hart get for Pyro? No. Didn't need it. His... <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. He left his talking in the ring. I think Joey Janela fulfilled a niche. A niche for those who are just want, want to watch car crashes. Like, he's not even, like, I just, he, he's the epitome of a backyard wrestler. I mean, like, that is how he got famous. He did, like, a backyard, he did backyard shit with GCW. See, there you go. I didn't even know that. Go no, he's not famous him. for backyard wrestling, but, like, GCW, do you know what GCW is? Nope. So, they, like, they're an umbrella corporation, and they hold, like, different types of hold like death matches shoots that like it's basically an umbrella and G- a gcw show can be anything they want to do but you want to hold a backyard show just to do it i just don't think what so has he got a new gimmick now um i think he really wants penelope ford back i think that's his gimmick seems to have like he looks a bit less scruffy <laughs> i think we're in commercial break right now yeah must be quite awkward for them to have to keep doing this. <laughs> yeah. Like, he could at least cut a promo. Is he for heel? No, he's not for heel, because it's him private party against um, Lucha Bros and Pac. Is that what this match is? Yeah. Oh. A private party? I haven't been on for a while. Yeah, I haven't seen him since the tag tournament. Not tournament, um, Battle Royal. I like these, they're quite good. But remember the Eminem? Eminem? Yeah, the um, tag team, not the rapper. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're much cooler than Eminem. Um, not like Mercury and Nitro. Mercury and Miz. Not Mercury. Oh, Mercury no, and Miz. No, no. You're definitely You're getting mixed no. up. Bad boy. Twenty twenty record two and two. Who did he beat? Uh, couldn't tell you. You watch the product. I know. He hasn't been on for a while. Does that include Dark as well, though? Must it must do? I think they all records sort of or carry is this over. The f- triangle of death or whatever they're called. Oh, the depth. The depth thing is, he also said it in Spanish, and it sounds much cooler in Spanish. That's an awful name. It's absolutely awful. Could we not think of anything better? The Death Triad sounds better. Death Trio? Trio of Death. Trio of Death. 
I said this last week. Pack is not an unattractive man, but he does a very good job of making himself look ugly. He looks like a goblin from The Hobbit. No, exactly. But like he didn't. He, he he's not actually unattractive. He makes himself look like that. I think it's. Least, uh, I still I'm find it hard. I'm just hard. happy it's not um, Lucha Bros. N- normal theme because that's shit. I just find it hard to accept the Lucha Brothers as heels. Because everything they do is like flashy and like good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you have to be a shit wrestler to be a good heel. Not but shit, but I mean, mean like um... that, that explains why Bret Hart never worked as a face. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Shawn Michaels works best as a face. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. This is the first proper outing in Seals World, so like we'll see. Come on. I just think I wonder I'm... if they're Lucha Brothers fans. <laughs> I think the problem is I think you had to put them over against more over acts if you wanted them to be booed. Yeah. Ouch. I mean, I'm guessing Pac's in this now because they really didn't have anything for him. Say that again? I'm guessing like Pac's been put into this trio because they've, really, they've got nothing for him anymore. Yeah, but to be fair, like, I don't know where you can go from a feud with Orange Cassidy as much yeah. as I love him. I don't know why they didn't put make this like um, Best Friends versus Death Triangle. Mm. But again, there's so many fucking factions in AEW right now. No. It's stupid. When when they announced that, I, my first thought was oh, another one. No, exactly. We already had two heel factions, and like with when we had the elite and the um, best friends and someone else, I'm forgetting. SCU, SCU. Like there's so many trios. Where I'm surprised the tag belts aren't a trio as well. Well, well, um. What do you call it? Jurassic Express? That's a trio, isn't it? That's it. That's it. That's who I was thinking of, actually. Jurassic... Yeah. Fucking stop it. <laughs> and then you have MGF with Butcher and Blade. Probably, probably another one where, like, everything they do looks cool, but not effective. I was just going to say, they don't really... That was good. We sort of have, like, the early Young Bucks problem. Yeah. Where every move... Isn't it's got to be delivered with some sort of um, pantomime to it? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Come on, get on with it. See the crowd at you. <laughs> Who? Janella? Oh no, um, Panther and Phoenix. But to be fair, it's very hard to boo Pent- Pentagon because he's just so. Cu- he's like Kevin Steen in a mask. Mm-hmm. And like I say, like he doesn't really do anything that heelish, really. No, and the problem is Joey Janella is quite hard to like. Yep. Because he's got 
quite an obnoxious party guy, isn't he? That, that, that's, that was his thing. He's Adam Rhodes. If Adam Rhodes could do moves. <laughs> but he was... He, Adam Rose is the type of guy who would have went to like a cocktail bar. Oh, do we, do we, do you know there's someone who would be drinking like whiskey out of a bottle <laughs> on on like a street? Right, don't fucking personally attack me, Gaff. <laughs> Thought it was Bucky. I finally finished that bottle of Bucky from Blackpool. Because <laughs> I'm not being. Because, like, I'm not being funny, it keeps you up, doesn't it? So, like, when I'm, it's at the end of the day and I just want to drink, like, Bucky isn't going to do that. What is it with the fucking people standing around waiting to be, like, dived on? <laughs> I think you're just going to have to accept that it's the style, Gaff. Like, it's just what happens in six months. LALIATO! <laughs> That was what the fuck was that? Yeah, honestly, I think we're just doing simple shit because we're in commercial right now. Fuck's sake, those shoes are loud, aren't they? <laughs> like, I'm not saying they're luminous, but like fucking Homer Simpson wants his uranium rod back. <laughs> the ref was close to getting his uh, nose kicked off there. Yeah. Doesn't the ref look a little bit like Billy Corgan? Like an older version of Billy Corgan. More like a... current Billy Corgan. Pia Luigi Colina. (laughs) Who is a legendary referee from Italy. Football. Ah, okay. I'm really glad you explained that. Because I (laughs) I didn't want to say I don't know who that is. Because I knew it was either film or football. I wonder how many of the people listening right now would would get who that is. I mean, like... That seems like an obscure football reference. That uh, that seems to be like if I mentioned some random dude from Japan you've never heard of. If I told you that Pierluigi Colina, a referee, appeared on the front of two major football games on the PlayStation 2, would it shock you? <laughs> a referee. No, because I remember some football game having a referee on the front. That's probably Pete Luigi. <laughs> Big ball. To be dude. fair, like, isn't like Madden a sports commentator? So like, it's not unprecedented. Yeah. To be fair, that's one of my favorite things in WWE. Actually, when um they were revealing the cover for WWE 13, <laughs> and um John Laurinaitis came out, and he was like, "It's me!" and <laughs> fucking dropped down, <laughs> and it was him. Brilliant. Then um, CM Punk came out, did his thing, and it was CM Punk, which well deserved, Gaff, because you know what? CM Punk's the best ref forever. Well, maybe since Bret Hart. I mean, like, did, was Bret Hart ever on the cover of it? Actually, was Bret Hart ever on the cover of a video game? I, I actually don't know. Probably one of the ones from, like, the 90s. Oh, wait, he was on the cover of the arcade game, wasn't he? Probably on the cover of, like, Raw or Royal Rumble or. Oh, actually, um, I think it was on the cover of WWF in your house. Oh, yeah, because there's only like four people in that. <laughs> One of them being Doink. I think you're getting um, in your house mixed up with the um, arcade game. All right. Hang on. I'll get the Ross Because in your house, the first ever wrestling game I owned. 
Which one was in your house? Huh? It was on PS1. Was it? Yeah. Is that another one where it was more like a beat em up? No, that was 3D Ref Betrayal on his Game Boy Color. Which, fun fact, is made by Wave. <laughs> that was the worst tag ever. Fuck's sake. Um, anyway, um, fun fact, was made by the same people who made Shantae and Super Switch Force. What's that? Um, they're games. You'd like Super Switch Force. Do you like puzzle platformers? Yeah, I guess so. But you'd like um, Mike Switch Force. Do you know what I've just realised? What? George and Ellis cosplaying as uh, mid-2000s Oh, with the brown pants. Yeah. Actually, no, with the brown pants, that's more HBK. And with the, like, the, um, when Joe was sort of, like, tying his hair up. All right, the roster for WWF in your house, Gaff. Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, we have. Who? Who? Uh, Dust. Who? Rahat. Oh, oh yeah. God. Owen Hart. Hunter Hurst Hensley. Armand Johnson. Armand Shawn Michaels. Ultimate Warrior. The Undertaker. And Big Van Vader. I don't oh, know. My, my stream just went to 240p. Wow. It's like we're back in 2007, boys. You Garth going, I remember when we couldn't even have video on the internet. <laughs> what what was message boards like back in the day, Garth? What were message boards like? Like, did, did you have AOL and Messenger? I never had AOL. Um, oh, you were but, a computer guy. Well, uh, I think it was BT, but I used I did use Alta Vista. <laughs> that was a bit lovely. Alta Vista search engine and Yahoo. Very quick, uh, elaborate. I'm not being funny. It's a lucha. It's a lucha bros match. Yeah, with packing oh. it and the private party. Seemed a, seemed a lot of effort to set that move up. But was it worth it? These matches, I don't know. This seem to be going a They're bit going too on long. a bit long, you know. But but that's, the matches are like out because like there's not really been any story progression since Matt Jackson okay. earlier in the episode. Not, I mean Nick Jackson actually. He's the one who died. <laughs> oh, that was fucking. I'm not bumping for you, Janela. <laughs> like that was blatant. Different. Not being funny, but like as far as win loss starts are concerned, Private Party and Joey Janela are um, jobbers. They should have been beaten by now. Oh, he missed. <laughs> Nothing more embarrassing than when you completely miss a dive. Right, Pack, just get down. What the fuck? Is he going to stand on him? Oh my god. What are you doing? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Nasty. That was nasty. Normally it's Janela taking the nasty bumps in the apron. I think this is the most proper like wrestling moves I've ever seen Janela do. I don't know, his match with Hangman uh, all in was good. I 
can't remember it. <laughs> How long has this batch been on? It's oh. well after a commercial break. Is the win? That's a beautiful um, You're not a fan of Eden because of the transition move, do you? Are you? Not really. I mean, I don't mind it sometimes, but. But I feel like if you're like about with every move, you're like, oh my god, suplex is so watered down. Nah, because, well, to be fair, you don't really see that many. What, suplexes? Like, I mean, like. What, like traditional suplexes? Yeah, like it's like a vertical super boring. Because that's that's super, super boring. Really? Well, yeah, like when you think about the variations of a suplex. Like when you get someone who, well, obviously there's the jackhammer. And then you've got like the, the brain buster and stuff. Well, the brain buster is really cool, but like a normal suplex, it looks like they're working together. Whereas like with a brain buster, it's like, well, you're going on your fucking head. You're about to get a concussion. Austin Aries. His, uh, brain buster has a great brain buster. Um, as does actually Pac's top rope brain buster. If someone's willing to take it, it's great. <laughs> um, Dad had a great one. Eddie actually had a really good brain buster. Aye. Oh, they're gonna break over around the ones, aren't they? I'm not being funny. One of them has an arm tree. Under what? Oh, apparently this is called Death Triangle. Really? Yeah. Once again. Oh, who's coming up? Um, oh, it's Best Friends. Ugh, boring. <laughs> Where's Orange? Where is Orange? There he is. This is how Orange Cassidy did the running. What would you What would you say if I told you that somebody I know looks a bit like Orange Cassidy? I mean, he's a fairly generic-looking dude. Like not as generic as um, Chucky T. I think every time I look at him now, I I cannot help but see my friend. (laughs) I can't help but think of that weird um, furry guy in Inside the Ropes who keeps posting about um, the Indies, going, "Oh, you should like this because it was on the Indies." (laughs) Oh, that guy. (laughs) Do you have that guy keeps making you almost quit Inside the Ropes? Yeah. Still, I don't. I don't like it when wrestling turns into. Well, I watch the most obscure thing. That's because it's like the thing is, fair enough if you enjoy it. But who the fuck are you going to talk with about it? Well, to be fair, normally I just fart it on YouTube. <laughs> For example, um, w, the WXW first round of um, the sixteen karat gold was great. But really trying to shoehorn in this story before War Games happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking have a story happen and then announce War Games. It will draw more. It's simple fucking storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Do some of that cowboy shit. So, Dustin is the partner. I mean, that seems like a bad idea to reveal before. 
then again, how much would a pop of Dustin would have got? Then again, Dustin was one half of the best ever um, match in AEW history. So, <laughs> yeah. This is a commercial Brit, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But to be fair, Orange Cassidy is over. Oh, they're going to hug him? Hug? Yes? Yes. He's obviously finding it really hard not to smile now. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not being funny. How the fuck did someone like Orange Cassidy get over? How the fuck is Trent Barretta look like an absolute fucking megastar, yet can be so fucking dull? Because he can cut a promo and has a really generic moveset. Yeah. He's like stock indie guy number 35. <laughs> Alongside Seth Rollins. That's a form hand. Get in. <laughs> I can. Um, I used to love Seth Rollins, and then I watched more wrestling, and I was like, "Oh no, actually, he's pretty shit." I mean, he's good. He's just again slightly dull. I see people try and say he's better than Omega, and it's like, shit. no, off. he's never been better than Omega. Like we've been shit. wrestling for about the same amount of time. Oh, look at that boy. Oh, look at that boy. He couldn't get any more Stone Cold if he tried. If he broke a glass. Yeah, like had a skull on his um, top. If he beat his wife. And got away with it. (laughs) Quick reminder, Stone Cold Steve Austin is secretly a scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) Is this NXT? Oh, Original NXT. Oh, it's empty. <laughs> I wonder why they haven't shown much because on their um, YouTube they've been showing a load of the Matt Hardy stuff. But no, that was none on of it's AWS. made at TV. That wasn't on AWS. That was on Mahadi's own channel. Oh, yeah. Free the delete. That, free the delete, yeah. Get it? Because it's like being the elite, but... Yeah, I know. Wow, clever. Oh, it's Sugar Dung! You don't know this guy. He's fucking great. Oh, <laughs> Simon Miller. Simon Miller! <laughs> oh, they're talking about um, Sean Spears. Simon Miller made it onto AEW. That's brilliant. God, we need to have him back on the show. Oh, this is just Shane Spears. What the fuck? This is 1991. Why do I look like Buddy Murphy? E. Lie. Drake. Uh-huh. He needs to be in WWE. Oh no, this is Shane Spears' thing. Um, he's looking for a tag partner, isn't he? <laughs> is that just incredible? Looks like the guy from uh, American History X. <laughs> you know what? I think it should be Simon Miller, though. Yeah. He's over as Yeah, you should, you, should, um, you should submit. See if we pick you up. We'll wear a Pompeii <laughs> shirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll sponsor you. We'll... we'll... We'll we'll hit your your patron at the top uh, tier. That's gonna be fun. I like the best friends theme. 
next week. Finally. Mm. Right, Gaff, I want your predictions. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he can't come in as a heel, or really? Oh, fuck's sake. So, but seriously, shoehorn. Like, what's the point of blood and guts? Like, war games, it's meant to be like two men enter the cage, the cage for. Yeah, so it's like your standard. So it's like war the WC, WCW war games. Yeah, so it's like war yeah. games slash um, lethal lockdown. But there's no point. Neither team gets anything. Like, you're being locked in a cage with very dangerous men. There should be something. Yeah, it's just war games. <laughs> I understand you can't call it war games, but like. Why? There's no story. Like, literally, it's going to be a good match. It's like Pac versus Omega. It's going to be a good match. Imagine how much better it would be if it was a story. Mm-hmm. I'm not being funny. Like, NXT doesn't do. Like, the first World Games, it was fine. But, like, the later two, while they were really good matches, the main issue was they had to shoot on a story because, oh, War Games coming up. That's what's happened here. They shouldn't have done this. This was pointless. It hasn't drawn up any buzz. Yeah, we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, but like, I, I'm not being funny. I mean, I'm not wrong, am I? No, but people, a lot of people don't even fucking care anymore. They just want to see flashy moves or dangerous stuff. Yeah, but like, you can you can have both, Gaff. You can have like my method and still have the stupid shit. <clears throat> I get the feeling that AEW still feel like they need to keep giving people stuff. To keep them interested. Which I kind of get, but again, you still could have used my method. You could have like had it spell out because sort of the elite and and the circle have always been sort of spitting down at each mm-hmm. other, and then Cody go, ah, fuck it, war game. Like that's at least something. There's nothing going into it. I wonder if this is where Paige turns on them or something, or one of the other books turn on. But again, all of this is sort of ruined for me because of the lack of story going in. There can be plenty of story coming out, but there's no story going in. The inner circle are currently focused on Moxley. You can can create story in the match. Yeah, but like, that's fine in a normal match. This is, again, there should be a reason for war games. Like, and it's get as many it's, men in the ring at one time. No, but no, like, <laughs> synchronism is like Hell in the Cell being the same time every year. Like, Elimination Chamber being the same time every year makes sense because you don't really need a story for that because of what it is when it's team versus team. There needs to be some sort of sort like unless they not. put some sort of stipulation in next week. No, exactly. If they put some sort of stipulation, that'd be fine. But stipulate like for example, Elimination Chamber. Those matches are dog shit. Um, nowadays, actually, I say that last year's was really good and the years before was really good. This year's was dog shit. Um, I always go out my way to watch the Elimination Chamber matches because they're normally good. <laughs> I didn't bother. What a beautiful belt, though. Yeah, good. Just reminds me of the AWGP title, though. <laughs> Ooh, get it? Because he was blind once. <laughs> He's just such a fucking... He's a natural. Nomad. I kind of feel bad for ranting over his promo about war games, but war games, how it's been set up, really annoys me. 
it's alright. I don't think he was really seeing that much. Commercial break. Right, Gav, do you like Formula One? Not necessarily. God damn it. That's... I think it's dull. Alright, what's the best Strokes album? The first one. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to find someone we can talk about during commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favourite Smith song? Um, ooh, that's a good one. Um, I like Girlfriend in a Coma just because of how silly it is. Actually, same for Vicar and Two. Um, I like you know I really like Cemetery Gates just because it's sort of it's such it's such a Morrissey thing. Yeah. Where, where it's like, oh, we're two intellectuals arguing in a graveyard. <laughs> Let's write a song about it. It's good um, where they do the the little medley on the rank on the live one. Yeah. Cemetery Gates and Vicar and Two Two. Uh, to be fair, I think me and you have. Did, what's your favorite Smiths album? Uh, Queen is dead. Ah, uh, to be fair, I, actually, I'm trying to. It's either Queen is dead or I think it's Meet is Murder is really good up until the track Meet is Murder. Honestly, for me, it's Queen is dead or Strange Ways. Strange Ways is great, but the thing is, Strange Ways gets underrated just because like it was never played live, really. Because it was the last. Yes, but so... like Johnny Marr had left by the time it released. Yeah. Seems uh... like have you heard any of Morrissey's stuff that he released um a few weeks ago? Not recently, no. Pretty shit. Like, it's fine. But, like, who cares? Like, I've, I've got loads of his solo stuff. I really like, more, like most of it, like a lot of it. I don't like his solo stuff. The only solo stuff I like is um, one he released a couple of years ago called Spent the Day in Bed. I really liked that. And there was another one off that album called Jackie's Only Happy When She's On The Stage because it's so Morrissey it hurts. It's um The stuff he did, like, straight after was very, very Smiths because... He brought in, brought in like Baz Bora, who was kind of a sort of Johnny Marr light. Um, but you can never replace Johnny Marr. Like, Johnny Marr is my favorite guitarist of all time, and it's because of what he can do. Like, he, he challenges himself to not be like within rocky conventions. Yeah. And that sometimes doesn't work. Like, he's it just, gives him an undeniable sound. He's, he's just melodic. Exactly, he has such a gift for like melody and knowing where to put things. Well, um, he, had, he had to learn that because apparently, like, whenever he'd want to do a guitar solo, Morrissey would sing over where he was going to put the guitar solo. <laughs> Me, um, the lad in like uh, one of the guitars in our band, his favorite guitarists, Johnny Marr, like absolute favorite. You mentioned that, and then like the other guy you have is a mad metalhead. Yeah, well, he likes Satriani. <laughs> uh, Joe Satriani. I think uh, if I was to pick a couple of favourite Smith songs, it would be uh, London. Yeah. Or Girl Afraid. Where does his intentions lay? Fun fact, Johnny Marr wrote that and Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now at the same time. I like Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now as well. Or um, Barbarism Begins at Home. Oh, what what a tune. Which the uh, killers ripped off? Really loud. Wonderful. Stop it. <laughs> AEW does not do that. Oh mate, I don't like Jericho in New Japan. I like him in AEW. 
Like we had a big listen, argument. Listen to the sing along though. Like I a, love how he comes out and he's like doing this like pout trout trout pout on purpose, like pursing his lips. He's wearing Seth Rollins tights for. Yeah. <laughs> Tron tights. Interesting. I don't like Jericho in New Japan because he starts feuds in the same way every time. <laughs> like, literally every time. He had no reason to attack evil. Yeah, he just wanted like, to match, didn't he? No, imagine if Jericho... No, he was as well... He was as champion, right? So imagine if Jericho was AEW champion and then for some reason attacked QT Mark... That's not fair to evil. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, for some reason, attacked. I'm trying to think of someone around Evil's level in AEW. Butcher, for some reason. Abercorn, Abercorn, Abercorn. I can't. I've, I've lost it. I, I had a good. They shouldn't be doing this. He's a heel. <laughs> Let people have fun, Garth. No, 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 no. When you're the <laughs> heel, you stop them having fun. You're not there to let them have fun. I like how, like, both weeks um, main events have been sort of pointless Jericho tag team matches. Yeah. You know, I used to hate those AEW tag belts. They've sort of grown on me. They're alright, they're fine. Like, they don't look good when they're not being warm, but when they're being warm, they look really good. I think it's because it's quite sort of flat gold at the front. Yeah. So, like, oh. when it's, like what Paige is doing now, like, under a jacket, it looks really cool. But again, every belt looks cooler under a jacket. But, you know, it's no... I can't no believe w- all these fucking marks going and buying extra beers. It's no Open. WWE spinner. Especially in a fucking arena. Like, I'm not being funny, guy. How mu- how hyped up are the fucking prices in an Three, arena? It's about six quid a, a pint. Exactly. Like, who the fuck has the money to do that? Here he comes. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> Look out, boy. You're happy how. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> Why is Brandy there, though? Why is QT Marshall there? Fuck off! be fair, both these men. Like, Paige has a current alcohol problem. Dustin had a drug problem. This could work. Honestly, this could be a good storyline of Dustin trying to save Hangman. Uh, and, and also, Bra- Brandy has an uh, ego problem. So, <laughs> that's her drug. <laughs> a swing and a miss there. Gaff. You can't do a buckshot lariat in um, war games. Nope. Well, let's leave a gap. Um, we can. Like, they've got the ones in the middle. For, a, for someone who's like six foot two. Well, they've got the <laughs> ropes in the middle, haven't they, between the ri- uh, rings? Ah. Uh, <laughs> kiss, 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 kiss.
goofed. Oh, that's, I love it when he does that. Mm-hmm. It's a big chop. And in comes the natural. Right, I'm not being funny. How great is Cody Gluck? Cody. Not Cody, I'm Dustin. Dustin. Justin, Dustin. <laughs> Justin Roberts. <laughs> Dustin Roberts. <laughs> Justin Rhodes. Oh no, it's Reynolds. You can't say Rhodes. No, Dustin is Justin Rhodes, isn't he? Yeah. Because he can say Dustin Rhodes, but Cody can't be Cody Rhodes. Yeah. That's weird. Fucking WWE man. You know what's funny? Apparently, like WWE copyright is weird. So right, so um, Mick Foley would talk about once, like for copyright. So like he was allowed to use like Dude Love and Cactus Jack, but he wasn't allowed to use Mankind. And he was in that, um, that, I forget what it's called, but, like, it was this weird faction he had, like, Steve Blackman and something for, like, three <laughs> weeks. And in, in his, like, release contract, he is not allowed to use that faction name outside of WWE. <laughs> See, that's for, hang- that's for Hangman, you bastard. Jericho should spit it out. There we go. See, this is disgusting. I only drink champagne. (laughs) Nice. I mean, it's Bud Light. This is like a lower tier beer. (laughs) Actually, Rob disagreed. Rob thinks it's a good beer. It's not a good beer. It's not a good beer, is it? It's a... It's the type of beer that you drink when you're like an, at a, like an old day barbecue. Yeah. And it's it's just doing the rounds and you're just drinking whatever's there. No, exactly. Like, it is a beer you drink because it's like, the only beer there. Nobody buys it. It just turns up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, Budweiser just pays to have it there hoping somebody will like it. Yeah. Like, I'm not being funny. Like, if you're going to have, like, a crate, you need to have, like, a tenants or something. But then again, you're English. Do you even have tenants in England? Tenants is... I've... The Scottish equivalent of Carling. Carling's sick. Um, Carling's fucking shit, but... Brewed by the same company. But it doesn't taste the same. No. I mean, I used to... I used to have um, one of my mates lived up in Scotland. And then I used to always drink tenants when I went up there. Because it's I always used to bring some back. I think, it was just because, I think it was just because we're, we were in Scotland and it was like... Yeah. It's like the local delicacy, so... <laughs> The local delicate. By the way, how great is Dustin's slap? He's just a good like, fucking wrestler. Dustin oh, has okay. a very simple but very uh, refined moveset. Oh, yeah. And, like, has that old oh, school sense of storytelling. Is he, is he older than Jericho? He must Dustin. Be. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll check this. Well, we got big around, around the same time. No, because actually, no, because he was teaming with fucking Steamboat, wasn't he? Jericho was like, what, late 40s? Justin Rhodes is. When it loads, he is. 50. Jericho was, what, 47 or something? I think he's like 48. Hang on. Well, you know, it's funny. People complaining about Jericho. Um, pe- people being fine with Jericho, but not being fine with Goldberg. I was just uh, I was thinking that the other day. And there's like. Well, Jericho does like Jericho tries harder. It's because like, Jericho thought... like literally loves wrestling. 
He's forty nine. It's Jericho. Um, like he's and like he tries. Like a lot of the stuff he does nowadays for me doesn't land. Like I'll, the Moxley match was shit, but like you look at like the Jericho, um, Omega match was really good. Um, from um double or nothing. I no, I still think the double or nothing was actually is really right. good. Um, the Adam Page match was really good. Um, the Cody match was great. And like, but like, when you see Goldberg, who hasn't had a good match since his Lesnar no. one, that's not even can't even do his can't even do his fucking moves. Yeah, not being funny. I when I remember someone, I think it was inside the ropes before they pulled it down because people laughed at him. Going, I'd like to see you guys do what Goldust did, and I just commented, um, Goldberg. "Yeah, I could never drop an old man on his head." Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the ref. That, this is the ref that I like because he does the elaborate. Uh... Dives to get into position. To be fair, it's like remember the ECW refs used to like sit in the corner to stay yeah. out of the way and then like jump <laughs> off a second rope to. To be fair, ECW tag matches were weird because like um, they didn't officially enforce tags, but they still did them anyway. Well, this is fucking loose as they come. AEW people in the ring all the time. And... Oh, especially with um, the Lucha Bros. They just function yeah. on their own concepts. I like like Justin so much taller but like Yeah, he touches the floor. His seats are basically touching the floor. It's like when fucking Hornswoggle picked up Tyson Kidd. <laughs> like Sammy Guevara should not be doing power moves. No. He's just not a kind of rest. He's just not the size for it. Be learning from his mentor. To be fair, like I do like the dynamic of Guevara team with Jericho because um, he needs the training. <laughs> That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you can tell Jericho's having an absolute ball. Yeah. With all of this. I like. I heard someone try and go, oh, he sees AEW as fun and New Japan as art. It's like, if he sees New Japan as art, he's really shit at art. <laughs> I don't think he... I mean, as a profession, he probably classes it as art, but I think he just likes to sort of do something to get himself off. You really liked his Tanahashi match, didn't you? I thought it was good, yeah. Um, I didn't. (laughs) Let's say that. I gave it a seven. It was fine. Seven's still good. Seven's still good. Seven's still really good. It's not, but like, I don't... You gave an fucking hell. That was quite the boot. Is that a bruise on his back? Um, I think it might be a hickey. <laughs> that was fun, a fucking nasty fun kick. fact. Hangman used to be a teacher. I don't know. <laughs> How many wrestlers used to be teachers? That was pretty good. But he's not even that old either, is he? Um, he's like thirties, I think. I think. I think he's around Rob's age, actually. What, late twenties. Yeah, I'll double check. Maybe that's why Rob isn't here. He is. He is Hangman. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm not being funny. Both Rob and Hangman still have um, similar physiques. (laughs) Like, obviously takes care of himself, but isn't jacked. Works for the character. (laughs) To be fair, you were calling him saying he was like Mr. Perfect when you first saw him. (laughs) Do you still agree with those comparisons? 
Kind of. Not like in the sort of technical sense, just like in the fact he's pretty fucking stiff. And quite slick. Oh, that was good. That wasn't. <laughs> like, I like the move, but don't need to do it every match. Oh, it's going to be a buckshot. Buckshot! La- oh. <laughs> Dustin took his sweet ass fucking time there. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's absolutely gassed. <laughs> no, yeah, look at him. He's fucking dry heaving in the corner. Maybe it's going to be something mental. Fucking hell. Hits of X always think that you're going to put the knee out or something. Yeah, to be fair, everyone's played that off in the Sami Zayn Neville feud. But to be fair, I'd rather see him land on his legs when they eat shit on the. Um, <laughs> like on a shooting star. Eat mad. <laughs> I mean, what he does in this spare time is none of our concern. Hey. Well, that was quite. Hey, Dustin's not even in this match. Yeah, but the referee's preoccupied. Oh, oh my oh. god! <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That's it. That's it. That was a nice finish. Um, to be fair, I still can't go over Piper doing it. Actually, no, she's done it before, but I still like Piper Niven doing a destroyer at take over Blackpool. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> we have five minutes left in the broadcast. Yeah. Something's going down. Every single AEW ends in, in a, a big breakdown. In fact, it's to make you want to tune in next week. Yeah. In fact, the fir- they've never taught that first um, that first big beatdown where like Darby Allen came down on the skateboard. Oh, yeah. That was great. Like, because everyone else did their thing and then down comes Darby Allen on the skateboard. Well, gonna work on his I'm still mesmerized by Kenny Omega's pants because seriously, how are they both too tight and too loose? It looks like the bottom... I'm still not how shit is it? How shit is that Judas Beck? I didn't even, I didn't even see it. Exactly. <laughs> I missed it. It just looks like an, a normal fucking mood. Fucking Cody's a good friend, isn't he? Fucking, are you okay, Mick? Cool, I need to go do a run-in so I can fucking <laughs> do the most over thing on the show. Bye, Nick. He just, maybe he just wanted to... Oh, uh... I, love, I love that. I, I've always loved um, that with swagger that dumb. Maybe um, Nick Jackson just wanted a, a eye patch like the other guys. <laughs> he felt, he, he felt <laughs> left out. Yeah. I'm not being funny. Nick Jackson's style sort of depends on um, all I got revenge from earlier in the night. Um, Nick Jackson's style sort of depends on depth perception, so he really mm. can't use an eye patch. Yeah. And now comes Darby Allen. Uh-huh. Remember last week when like just one of the young bucks came out and it didn't work because yeah. it's just one of them. Oh, they're gonna hang the hangman. Mm. 
Oh, we're gonna see. Yeah. Don't tell me it's gonna end the exact same way it did last week. Yep. Fucking don't do that. Don't be. Or is Moxie gonna come out? Someone's gonna come out. Maybe Elite hasn't come out. (laughs) It's just Spudge. Don't care. They don't like him. Not again. You did this last week. And it worked because it was someone who was in the shield. Hangman was never in the shield. Okay. (laughs) Superkick! Yeah, but they're all standing around waiting to be hit. Superkick! I was thinking we'd be in a circle. We turn into idiots as soon as someone turns. Yeah, that was was brilliant. I'm not being funny. He's not big enough to do a double speed. I mean, when you look small next to Chris Jericho. Probably isn't small either. Probably decent. <laughs> I mean, in wrestling context, he's tiny. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Ooh. <laughs> oh, my it. God. <laughs> Absolute clock them. Fucking Jericho taking no prisoners. Stay away! He's gonna sit down. He's just fucking choking him. <laughs> That's brilliant. Did Kenny Omega even take a bump? I think they just hit his hand off the deck. Hager looks like quite a lanky shit, doesn't he? <laughs> like the German monster. I don't know who yeah. that is. That was alright. It, it wasn't as good as last week. Um, No, I think it's better than last week's. Yeah. Well, top to bottom better than last week's. Like, some, yeah. of ma- some of the matches were long and... Yeah, some of the matches were long, but like... um. The women's segment was better. Actually, now last week's was better. Uh, I think I, think, it, I was just. I, I think the match, a lot. Some of the matches were better. Like the main event was okay. And I'm mostly just happy because the women's match wasn't shit. To be honest, um, <laughs> I didn't feel anything was furthered in that. Other than that bit at the end. Yeah. Obviously, building to. Match, like arches here. Maybe. Yeah, Arch is here and that's going to be alright. Maybe they're going to have to replace Matt, uh, Nick Jackson. I hope not, because Matt Jackson on his own will be shit. Or Nick Jackson comes in at the last minute or something daft like that. Yeah, I, I still, I'm still not on board with the story here. Like, And again, it's probably going to be a great match. It's going gonna, gonna to be the same thing as, I'm not being funny, like, same match with Pac versus Omega could have been like a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. But, like, with the story they had, like, I can't cling much yeah. onto it. So, I know. It's... Yeah. I, love, I love a bit of story. Yeah, I know. I'm, I think we're definitely back in, like, where we were at, like, just after Phil Gear, where, like, they need to meander around because they don't have another show for, like, three months. Yeah, and the, they need to try and sort of 
fill TV time now, don't they? Yeah, but the thing is, there's ways to do that, and I don't think they're doing it well. Like, honestly, like, War Games could have been a good, like, transitional show, but they need to build up to it. Like, Impact did it fine, actually, where they'd have their big shows be on, like, be, like, special episodes of Impact. Do that with yeah. AEW. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing that's why they're giving, doing this, um... War thing. Games. Yeah. No, but again, like... It, it seems to be too soon. No, exactly. After that's the thing. The have, it be, have it be in, like, a month or something, and have and like build up to it, like start having the elite and inner circle constantly fight. Yeah. Until one, but yeah, like it needs a story, but do, like it feels like we're doing it to pop a rating, which is stupid because they really don't need to pop a rating, but doing stupidly well. Mm. Like when you look at the other wrestling with on that night, it's dominating that, mm. and like I'm not being funny, it's drawing like TNA at their peak numbers. Yeah. And like, and they've only been around for what six months now. I think, and this seems to be like, because after what six months or so, that's when you start getting a measure of where they actually are, and it just kept the sort of steady, close to a million number. So that's obviously what they're hitting. Yeah, exactly. So start telling stories, stop popping ratings. Yeah. Oh, I'm stop, st- I'm st- stop giving the fans what they want, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can give the fans what they want while also telling a fucking good story, Gareth. What they need to do is take some of that stuff off, like the being the elite stuff, if they want to progress stuff, and maybe insert some of that you in know, there. I think Every time I say, what the fuck is going on in this story, someone goes, oh, being the elite. I'm like, how much supplemental material are you expecting me to watch? A two-hour TV show should be enough to tell your story. Yeah, you shouldn't be expecting to they should just be putting little snippets in the show. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's like, again, or like even like on the fight feed, throw being the elite on between um, commercial breaks. Yeah. Because like how much dead air was there? It was ridiculous. We were talking about the Smiths at one point, And like, exactly. no one likes the Smiths. Anyway, um, I'm going to wrap this up because otherwise we'll go on for another half an hour <laughs> and we're already almost at midnight. Um... So, how do you wrap... Oh, right. So, you can find us places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, which is still funny. Um, just every, we're, we're probably there. Just search PodMate. We're, we're there. Wherever you get your podcasts, we'll be yes. there. Like, like do, do you listen to BBC Sounds? We're not on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can follow Garth at... Garthamania, brother. Um, you can follow Rob in Stoke. He's somewhere there. Um, you can follow me at just at Podmania. Like you can go to at No Goto, but you'll see nothing there apart from me laughing in people's subtweets. Um, Check out the website. Yeah, the website. There's shit on there, like Universe Mode, which hasn't been updated in months. Guides um, and stuff. The Pickums, which we're officially in Chrisomania, baby. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna claw this back, Gaff. Like, do you remember last year where I clean sweep Mania weekend? Uh, I don't rec- I don't recall. <laughs> I fucking started the Mania podcast by chanting free nil, and then Rob never let me introduce the podcast, or he was on again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I abused that trust too much. Um, stay safe. Wash your hands. Yes. Bye, everyone. Uh, unless you want to, actually, no, still don't die. Get get Do help. That. <laughs> okay, bye, bye everyone.
You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans... 